0: Welcome to the Moxie Brand Academy podcast, the podcast for busy business owners who want to grow their brand in limited time. Weekly bite-sized episodes will help you market your brand like an expert. I'm your host, Claire Coupland, online growth mentor and lover of all things technical. Each week we'll chat about marketing, websites, Pinterest, and so much more. So let's get into it. Hello, welcome to this week's episode. You might have just heard the new intro, so we thought we'd have a new intro because, well, we've been going for over six months now and kind of thought it was time. This week we're actually going to talk about um, how to make a plan, doesn't really matter if you don't actually do any planning. So I'm going to talk you through the planning process and how to make sure that you set achievable targets for your business. So grab your favorite drink and let's get into it. Okay, so we're going to talk about having a plan, which is great. I love a plan. And then using it for planning. There's a very famous quote by Eisenhower, which says, having a plan is nothing, but planning is everything. I mean, I think I've completely um, done that no service. There's various versions of that quote flying around the internet, but that is the gist of what he said. And I kind of saw that and thought, yeah, that is really quite correct. You can have this great plan to grow your business. But if you don't do the planning and put the steps in and think about what that means, then you're going to really struggle to actually take any action. So taking action is actually the thing that's going to get you the end result, finding a way to achieve the things that you need to put in place in order to get that plan implemented is definitely the way forward. So we talk about Kind of goal setting and target setting and intention setting and all of those things that help us to move forward quite a lot. And it's something I'm a big fan of. I think I've used it throughout most of my uh, career from being in retail, setting targets for staff to improve and develop their profession so that they can then move on to better jobs. And mentoring them through that process and then also using it in teaching with students and staff so helping staff by mentoring them to achieve certain goals that they've put in place in order to grow their career reflect on their career and basically improve and achieve things that will make them either a qualified teacher or just generally improve their practice. So using that target setting in in that way throughout my career has meant that it's come through with me into my business and it's something I do very regularly. I think about what I'd like to do next and I think about the steps that I'm going to have to do in order to achieve that and then I kind of plan the whole thing out, the planning process so to speak, and break that down into weekly tasks so it becomes something that is achievable very easily as opposed to thinking about right I'd like to develop a new product this year You're gonna find it really difficult to put the steps in place if you think about it like that. But if you think about what the product is and then start breaking down the steps that it takes to develop a new product and putting those into weekly action points or chunking it down, as it's known, into steps, then you will actually start to see that by taking small actions every week, you achieve that bigger target. So the process that I go through as a business owner, I start the process at the beginning of the year, like most people, Um, It can be done at any point, so if you're sat here thinking, oh I haven't done that this year, don't wait for January, you can start achieving some things now, there's still six weeks left of this year, seven maybe, so there's still time to achieve something that could mean you're in a very different place by 2021, so I definitely would say don't limit your kind of target setting to certain times of the year, I think it can be done any time, but usually I will sit down in January and do a massive reflection session. For me reflection was a huge part of becoming a better teacher, being able to think about what I delivered, what I've said, what I'd achieved with my students and then think about how I can improve it for next time was something I did after every lesson, something that we were instructed, taught to do when we were learning to be a teacher. Basically the idea that you're never finished you know you're never going to be this perfect teacher you're always going to need to learn more things you're always going to need to improve your practice you're always going to need to do continual professional development so reflecting became a massive part of my process and again i've brought that through so i'd start my target setting process with a huge reflection session what went really well what did i enjoy what did i learn what challenges did i face how did i overcome them what things would i like to keep for the year forward what things do i want to drop so what's not working for me and what or what do i not enjoy that the you know the enjoyment part of thing for me is a very big thing if you're not enjoying doing something don't do it because unless it's going to cause you a massive issue it's not going to actually cause you any massive benefit either because the joy that you get from doing something you like means that you give more to it you're better at it you basically enjoy it more and do better but if you're kind of in a I don't enjoy this it takes you longer because you drag your heels on doing it in my experience you don't want to give it your all so you probably don't even though you're professional you probably don't give it your all and it's just not a nice mindset to be in that kind of I've got to do this it's not serving me anything i've just got to do it now i understand sometimes you have to do the things you don't want to do and we're all grown-ups and we can do that but if you can let something go that's giving you no joy then do so that would be the reflection setting process kind of really assessing what's going on then i'd look at the numbers so i'd look at the data that i had on my business i'd look at the finances i'd look at everything that i had everything i had recorded and then i would think about what i would like to achieve in terms of the data next So that would be where I'd start with the target, goal, intention setting, however you'd like to call it. And I would think about, so this time next year, I want to be sat here reflecting. And these are the kind of things I want to be thinking about. What do I want to be reflecting on next year? I want to have seen this kind of growth here. And I've got an episode next week coming up about growth, celebration, achievement, small wins. So I want to be seeing this kind of growth here and not this kind of growth there and that maybe is an area for me to maybe stop focusing on and I'll concentrate on that one that I want to see growth in and very suddenly you can start to see where you can put your focus and where you can kind of lose your focus and we all know that where focus goes energy flows. I love that I say um, so if you put your focus on something you will find that your energy will go around it and it will improve whereas if you take your foot off something then you're more likely Whereas if you forget about something or remove your focus from it, you're more likely to kind of dwindle out or just generally stop if you decide to do that. So once I'd done all the numbers and looked at kind of where I thought my business would go in that sense and where it might grow in that sense, I'd then start to think about where I wanted to go as a person. So what was the next steps for me? Where could I see myself going in terms of um, my individual growth, my need for CPD, My need for self improvement, my general moving forward, and I think about myself as a person, and I think that's quite important. We so often think about our businesses as a business, but actually, we're the person running it. We're the person that's decided to run it for whatever motivation that it was. So for me, it was freedom, it was creativity, it was you know that sense of helping and and that purpose, and. I will then think about those things from a personal point of view as well as from a business point of view, because if you're not happy running your business because it's not quite aligned with what you initially set out, again, there's going to be some conflict there. So it's really important to just reassess those things. I then would take another look at my brand values, my mission statement, my why, my story, all of those things that I've kind of built up as a business. And I think, how do they still fit? Are there things that need to be changed? Do I need to be thinking about new ideas? Do I need to be adding some more stuff to my story? Have I achieved more things that I'd like to add? And then, after all of that, I would start to be thinking about my priorities as a business for the next year. So, do I want to introduce any new products? Do I want to introduce any new services? Do I want to be working with any new people? Would I like to do some collaborations? Would I like to? be thinking about running anything that would be of benefit to my audience. And I would just start basically brainstorming everything, every idea, every thought, and it would be a real free-for-all. I would really just get it all down on paper. With no real structure. You know, I'd start to think around these things with no real structure. And only then when I had everything out of my brain or my ideas out of my brain would I start to put them into some kind of categories or some kind of um, targets or intentions or goals. And then I try to come up with a few big ideas that I can achieve throughout the year and then I chunk them down into steps and make them into targets. And sometimes I only come up with enough for the first half of the year or the first quarter and I have to do this process all over again, which is completely fine because it's a nice process to go through. And sometimes I come up with huge ideas that are going to take me a whole year. And all of those things are fine. I then will set the individual small chunks down actions I can take on a weekly basis. So I go that much into detail for the first quarter. So weekly actions I can take. And then at the end of that quarter, I do another reflect session. And it might not be as in-depth as the one I did at the beginning of the year, because I was thinking about the whole year. But it would definitely be a really good look at numbers a really good look at data and a really good look at small wins and achievements which is something I'm going to talk about in next week's podcast and really kind of celebrate what I've achieved and then refocus you know really look at what's next what is achievable for me next what do I want to do next what did I not enjoy last time like what really dragged for me set new targets set new intentions and then keep that process going and I think you can come to this process at any point in the year like I said at the beginning you don't have to wait for January I don't think that you have to be like oh January is the big goal setting time of the year and everyone's doing it you can do this whenever it feels right for you so it might be that you in January are not feeling it you're not into it but you kind of want to just get going and then take some time out in February and really reflect and that might work really well for you you know I'm all about doing what's right for you and not about the should I think the should is a dangerous thing for us to get into just because everyone else is doing something doesn't mean it works for you and I know some people really don't gel with target setting goal setting and intention setting and I get that as well because it is it can be quite stressful it can put a lot of pressure on you you know you're setting yourself up for things that you might not achieve but I think with that you need to really think well if I don't achieve it then what's the worst that can happen nobody's going to be waiting for you to fail at this you know you don't have to tell everyone your big goals and dreams and ideas you can keep this very much to yourself and you can have it as something to drive you forward it doesn't have to be something that you're setting yourself up for failure because I do generally believe that if you feel like that about it then it's something that maybe you shouldn't be doing because nobody wants to set themselves up for failure so really think about if it's something that is right for you and if you're in the right place to move forward with this kind of work and if you are then fantastic do it it's so rewarding to see those small wins coming in and to achieve those targets but if it's not right for you then you know maybe set yourself some intentions for you i'd like to be more focused i'd like to be more positive i'd like to you know really kind of nice things that you can work towards and use if you journal or you use if you're somebody who does reflection but doesn't necessarily set intentions just use the process how it fits you don't feel like you have to do it like everybody else would be my advice okay so that was kind of an interesting one this week okay so that was kind of an interesting one this week my takeaways would be do what feels right for you don't do it because someone else is doing it definitely if you're going to do it use reflection as part of the process and look at the wins that you've achieved and think about what next use a kind of get everything out of your brain as your first starting place after the reflection and really think about what you want to keep and what you don't want to keep because i think that's really important when you come into this process find a way to document it find a way to record it find a way to um, keep all your statistics and stuff together and don't beat yourself up if you don't achieve something. I think that's going to be the biggest takeaway for me. We're all busy. So we set these big targets. And some things that I've said over the last year have definitely moved from quarter to quarter because I've been too busy. I've been too busy working in my business to make it grow as as much as I intended to initially. And I think that it's healthy to be able to readjust goals and move goals or targets without actually feeling bad about it. There's no guilt in not achieving anything you set these things for yourself in order to try and push yourself a little bit further forward and if your business was busy and you couldn't then there's no that's not a bad thing that's only a good thing that your business is busy that's the whole aim here right so don't feel bad if you don't achieve something move it to the next month or get rid of it altogether if it's just not going to work for you i hope you found that useful if you want to chat some more my details are in the show notes i'm here to help thank you so much for listening to the moxie brand academy podcast if you want more head over to moxieva.co.uk forward slash blog where you'll find guides and downloads and if you want to continue the conversation head over to at moxieva on instagram if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe to get episodes in your feed every week and can i ask you to leave a review as it really helps the moxie brand academy podcast get found by other listeners thank you again and i'll be back next week